Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Future Tech Podcast. Uh, my guest is Victoria Field. She's a nutrition expert and uh, a co-founder of the Metabolic Health Summit, which is coming up uh, January 2019. And we're going to talk to Victoria about her work in the uh, keto world and then a little bit about the summit. So, uh, Vicki, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So, you know, I find everyone in this field has a very interesting backstory. So what got you into uh, thinking about you know, metabolic health and the ketogenic diet and, and all that? What's your history? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, for me, I have a fitness background. It sort of starts there. Um, you know, I competed professionally in the fitness world for many years, coached athletes, um, you know, and then just everyday people just wanting to improve their health. Um, and it really continued to evolve for me, though, um, as I discovered the ketogenic diet actually in, in a format that impacted my dog to start. Um, so, uh, one of the founders of Quest Nutrition has quite the passion for, you know, answering questions that have yet to be answered and also really figuring out sort of where nutrition lies in that conversation because it's really sort of an underutilized tool in, in medicine and science. Um, and so, uh, quite a few years ago, um, Keto Pet Sanctuary was started. And at the time, my dog had suffered uh, grand mal seizures due to a brain injury. And as the Keto Pet Protocol was being established there, uh, we decided, you know, well, let's put our dog on a ketogenic diet. Uh, it's been used as a metabolic therapy for over 100 years uh, when it comes to epilepsy. So maybe it might work for a canine, and it did. And we were able to get my dog off of anticonvulsants, which completely had changed her up until the point that we shifted her nutrition, and we controlled her seizures entirely through uh, nutritional means. And that sort of That's inspired great. me to take a yeah, it was pretty uh, a pretty incredible transformation, and sort of inspired my husband and I to then take a deeper dive uh, into the ketogenic diet and its application, not just with epilepsy, but with a variety of other diseases and also um, human performance. So that sort of was the start of me getting involved in Epigenics Foundation and Keto Pets. And the rest is history. And I've not looked back. It's funny for pets, it, you know, I mean, dogs are happy. I think they would be like super happy to be eating keto. You know, they wouldn't mind at all. Tons of fats and and meat and you know they'd have zero problems with it right well you you sort of think about how dogs evolve right and what's currently on store shelves um is sort of you know majority of it is is carbohydrates and if you look at sort of that form factor that is kibble um, and then you think about what's comprised of a ketogenic diet you know you've got great sources of meat you've got um, healthy sources of fat you've got leafy green vegetables uh, you know, it, it's no surprise dogs kind of gravitate towards that. And it, it in turn is also far more species appropriate. And so it's really transformed our dog's life. And then through Keto Pet, it's transformed uh, thousands of other dogs' uh, lives throughout the program, what we sort of learned at the sanctuary and then have now started to share with the rest of the world. Um, have you noticed that uh, Keto has the same effect in people as in dogs? You know, it's able to reverse certain health conditions and 
you know, the, the, what do you see that happens to the dogs once the diets change? Do they get more vivacious or what do they do? Yeah, so to kind of take it back to where Keto Pet sort of started and, and what we wanted to do was just that, just explore, you know, validating the diet in canines, which really hadn't been done before. So Keto Pet uh, was started uh, several years ago, um, back in uh, 2014. But prior to that, Dr. Dominic D'Agostino and Dr. Peter Atia actually sat down with the founder of Quest uh, that I just mentioned, Ron Penna, and shared their knowledge on fat metabolism and, and what they've seen so far and application and disease and human performance. And really, the next question was, how do we start to validate the diet right away and take a look at it specifically when it comes to cancer? And that's where Keto Pet was really born. And what the whole goal was, was to one, let's, let's save dogs, let's help give dogs a better quality of life. So we'd rescue dogs with naturally occurring forms of cancer from shelters who were otherwise going to be euthanized and had a, a you know, cancer diagnosis. And uh, actually there was peak PET CT imaging on site as well as hyperbaric oxygen chamber treatments. And it was really a beautiful 53 acre uh, facility where we could, you know, help validate the diet, see what happens when we provide it to a canine, um, as well as hopefully uh, reversing disease in these dogs. And uh, what we found is a 55% success rate in extending lives far beyond prognosis. So, you know, we had a, uh, our first graduate was Callie, um, and she was actually diagnosed with hemangiosarcoma when she first came to us. What we thought was a litter of puppies was actually one puppy and the rest was tumor. And uh, she had, a, yeah, it, it's a, it's the deadliest form of, of cancer that canines can really get. Um, and she was actually given about six weeks to live when she was four and a half years old and she had surgery to remove the tumor. We took her to keto pet, uh, pet scanned her to see sort of at that point, was it metastatic? And it was. Uh, and so we put her on a ketogenic diet and we've got about 120 day protocol. And at the end of the 120 days, she was pet negative and she's now nine years old and she was only given, oh, wow. like I said, six weeks to live, which is pretty incredible. So yeah, so we've seen some pretty uh, profound effects. And, and since then we've, We've learned so much and sort of the whole mission behind Keto Pet is now to educate the public on appropriate dog nutrition. And so there's a, a keto calculator on the Keto Pet website, as, you know, that will help you formulate a diet for your dog at home that, you know, even if your dog doesn't suffer from cancer or say epilepsy, and you just want to improve your dog's overall life, you know, lifespan and quality of life, you can do so through uh, ketosis. So it's a pretty powerful tool is what we found. No, that's great. I mean, it makes total sense. Um, now with people, what's your work been like with them? And, um, you know, what have you noticed? You know, what's the story of the people story now? Yeah. So in learning what we did at Keto Pet, we said, how do we start helping people uh, right away in, in this nutrition approach? It's so, showing so much promise. And uh, so Epigenics Foundation was founded and Keto Pet's a program under Epigenics Foundation. And Epigenics was really founded to understand the epigenetic impact of those metabolic interventions, much like the ketogenic diet, on human disease and performance and really see what we can sort of do when it comes to focusing on our daily choices that we make, because they can have a pretty incredible effect. And um, it's often, you know, not as studied as it maybe should be. And, and that's, that's continuing to grow. There's more and more researchers, scientists that are really taking a look at, at metabolic therapies, which is really exciting. Um, so we, de we decided, you know, the, the way we could kind of get started was to partner with a variety of oncologists who were open to exploring the ketogenic diet and its application in potentially being an adjunct to standard of care. 
And so we partnered with a neuro-oncologist um, at Cedars-Sinai who was open to exploring the ketogenic diet uh, in combination with standard of care and, uh, you know, refer patients to us who were dealing with late stage brain cancer that wanted to try a ketogenic diet. And so we worked with a, a group of late stage yeah, brain cancer patients. That was one of our, our groups or one of our pilot studies. We also- yeah, that's one of the uh, toughest populations to work with, I'm sure. What, what, what happened yeah. with them in, in general before we move on? Yeah, so um, that was probably one of the most impactful uh, experiences for me personally, but also for the patient. So one patient in particular actually came to the oncologist that we worked with um, his name is David Chevok, and he said, you know, I've, I've done paleo, but I'm looking and, and finding online that there's a lot of promise, specifically with glioblastoma and the ketogenic diet, uh, at least in maybe preclinical trials and whatnot. So uh, so it, because of him, the, the doctor sort of was open to trying, giving it a try, and we worked with about 15 patients, and, uh, you know, some of them were currently going through standard of care. Some had, you know, tried chemo radiation, a variety of other forms of treatment and nothing had really shown to work. And we saw some really incredible effects uh, above all else. First and foremost was quality of, of life for some of these patients significantly improved. So uh, for instance, Dave, actually, he um, was suffering from aphasia, alexia, and had lost his ability to read and write and um, communicate in some ways. And so he, uh, within about four weeks, uh, gave me a, a call and said, I can't believe it. I just I just read a paragraph in in a book and I've not been able to read for for months. This is huge. It's great. And uh, so that that's just one example. We also worked with a professional surfer who unfortunately um, had lost his ability to surf. You know, he started to um, suffer from seizures and uh, wasn't able to get in the water. And so we started working with him and. Uh, I actually got to see him compete again in uh, professional surf competition uh, a few months after he had started as well. And he actually saw about a 50% reduction in tumors in, in his tumor. But one of the, I think, most incredible effects of, of being able to provide metabolic therapy or at least use it in combination with what other treatments they were going through was it empowered the patients that we were working with. So maybe when they didn't feel like they had many options or, you know, uh, they w were going through chemo radiation and, and really felt maybe helpless in the situation. It provided with them with something that they could do that even if it didn't work, it started to make them feel better. It started to, you know, provide them with something that they knew each day I can work towards something. And that was really, that was really empowering, which as you know, when, when you feel empowered, your mind shifts, um, changes, and that positive energy can also make a pretty significant impact on whatever you might be dealing with at the current time. So it was it was a really incredible pilot study and actually has gone on to inspire the medical institution to start a clinical trial uh, involving the ketogenic diet in combination with uh, standard of care, which is which is really the first step to make this a part of the conversation, you know, potentially immediately upon diagnosis, you know, a glioblastoma patient in my hopes and dreams will be able to, you know, have the choice of you can try chemo, you can try radiation, maybe chemo radiation combined. And then also you have a nutritional intervention that might also improve the efficacy of those treatments that you can try as well. So it was a pretty incredible experience. <laughs> yeah, I can see why, because when you're sick with cancer, you know, everything's being done to you and you're dependent upon the doctors to fix you. But this is something you can do 
and heal yourself with. So I can see why it's so powerful and so impactful. Yeah, it, it really provides um, patients with a different, I think, perspective, uh, those who want to try something themselves. And it, and it does make a, a pretty significant uh, impact, even if maybe some of the patients that we worked with, unfortunately, didn't survive. It at least um, provided like an improvement in their life up until that point, at the very least. Um, and in some cases, uh, those who we worked with are, are continuing to thrive today um, because the nutrition is certainly a powerful tool. So it, it's an exciting, it's an exciting time, really. Well, speaking of tools, um, yeah, I spoke to a lot of people in the keto world. So some of the tools I've heard about and experienced are, you know, the ketogenic diet, intermittent fasting, exogenous ketones, and you mentioned uh, the hyperbaric oxygen. So I wanted mm-hmm. to ask you your uh, opinion of these things and your observation. You know, if we can step through them, do you feel like these are helpful adjuncts to the ketogenic diet and how do they help and why? Yeah, you know, I think what we've really learned through the process at Epigenics Foundation and just in my own sort of uh, just diving in deep to some of the research that's happening is the ketogenic diet is certainly a powerful tool, but it's even more so powerful when you use it as sort of in combination with a variety of other uh, tools, right? So hyperbaric oxygen chamber treatments, as well as um, intermittent fasting to even certain supplements that are out there on the market can be helpful especially when you're dealing with something like cancer, I think you really have to uh, apply just about all of it um, in a, sort of like a very dynamic approach. And, and it's just not, you know, one thing is sort of a, a, a cure-all by any means. And, um, you know, we found that when you can combine some of these uh, practices, especially alongside the current standard of care, it can be a pretty powerful combination and hopefully uh, impact disease in a way that uh, is positive. So I, I really do think you need to implement, um, you know, most of those those therapies. Every case is a little bit different. Um, you know, intermittent fasting, I do think, is a very powerful tool in combination with the ketogenic diet. Uh, you know, it can be a little trickier when you're obviously dealing with a cancer diagnosis. Dogs are a little bit different than humans, so it's much more controlled. Obviously, the dogs at the sanctuary were, were watched over by us. Um, and then when we started to work with dogs outside of the sanctuary, it's a little bit harder to control for, you know, from everything from what is the body condition score of the dog, the, the owner's perspective is going to be probably far different than what ours is um, when it comes to what, what's healthy, you know, what's too lean, what's overweight. Um, so intermittent fasting might be a little bit more challenging to implement. Um, hyperbaric oxygen chamber treatments are also something that you know, not everybody might have access to, especially when it comes to um, animals. It's typically used in an, sort of an emergency setting, but in cancer, it's it's still something that's emerging. Um, and then with humans, it's, you know, same thing. I mean, if we can really use it as a tool, as the tool that it is, and at least have it sort of the diet as sort of that underlying foundation, and then you add in additional tools on top of that, whether it be standard of care, um, you know, HBOT treatments, uh, intermittent fasting from time to time, maybe even exogenous ketones if it's appropriate for that person, depending on what they're dealing with. Um, I think you have to take a multi sort of dimensional approach and it can't just be sort of the diet and and that's it, at least when it comes to, um, you know, focusing on something like cancer. Yeah, no, it makes sense. You got to bring all the tools to bear that you can. So, yeah, totally. So what's um, Absolutely. I want to talk about the Metabolic Health Summit shortly, but um, 
where are you at today with your work with the pets and with the humans? You know, what's what's happening right now and what uh, is coming in the next six months to a year? Yeah, so um, Epigenics Foundation, we went through three different pilot studies. Um, as I had mentioned, the late-stage brain cancer pilot study that we um, conducted uh, alongside a medical institution out here in Los Angeles, and we did a, a early-stage breast cancer study with a breast oncologist in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. That was pretty incredible. Um, actually, we, we were working with about a group of 15 to 20 women who um, had not yet received a clinical diagnosis, but rather had a, a blood test uh, that uh, showed early stage uh, breast cancer. And so we, we put them on a ketogenic diet and really the, the focus was cancer. But at the end of that 120 day study, the ladies lost about 300 pounds combined and uh, transformed their lives, their husband's lives. And it really impacted more, more than just the, the group of women that we were working with. And then we sort of had an open registry of patients um, with a variety of different types of cancers, uh, stages, ages, that we worked with as well that sort of um, had heard about Epigenics Foundation, maybe through their physician or other means. Um, and then uh, we, uh, once those ended, uh, really a big focus for us is um, Keto Pet Sanctuary and educating people about uh, proper nutrition. You know, we're sort of on a hiatus when it comes to human studies, which may pick back up in the future. But uh, with Keto Pet, you know, there was such a, a profound effect that the diet had on these dogs that were dealing with a cancer diagnosis. I mean, so much so that Callie, our first graduate, is still with us today, uh, that we said, you know what, we really have to educate people on proper nutrition for canines. Um, because the majority of what is out there in the world is very high in carbohydrates and sugar, and is, is not, you know, species appropriate. You also have to think about how it's sort of processed. And so, a big mission for Keto Pet is now educating the public and providing tools to help people implement a ketogenic diet with canines at home. So um, as I mentioned, the, the Keto Pet calculator is available on the website, which will actually help you break down a ketogenic diet for whether your dog, you know, just wants to live a healthier life. Maybe your dog has cancer or even epilepsy. You might use a different ratio of a ketogenic diet, depending on the ultimate goal and what your dog's body condition score is and um, you know, how active they are and all of those, those factors. And then it sort of helps you piece it together. So there's um, an option where there's two options through that calculator where you can actually use grocery store items that you would go and get for yourself at the local store and you'd weigh out and it tells you exactly like the specific amounts for each ingredient. And then there's a pre-made uh, ketogenic dog food that are our partners at Keto Pet um, named Valiant Pet Nutrition, where uh, it you know, just makes it a convenient option. And they actually started uh, donating uh, their dog food to our dogs at the sanctuary before they commercialized. So it's something we've actually used with our dogs at Keto Pet. Um, so it gives people two different options if they want to explore it on their own or by themselves, or you know, if they would prefer a convenient option, it's there. And then there's an ebook that's available on the website as well that really walks people through understanding canine ketosis. So a big part of the mission now is on education, because as you know, keto is a big buzzword. So it's important that there's accurate yeah. information that, you know, this is not just a weight loss fad. It's, it's not a fad by any means. It's been around for years and years, and it can be a powerful tool in a variety of applications. Do you find that um, people will get into keto first and then they'll do it for their pet or that, you know, if their pet is sick, they'll help their pet go keto and then it makes them go keto. Like, is there a back and forth to this? That is a great question. And it happens like 
both sides of the spectrum. So on the one hand, somebody like myself, I saw all the great benefits that my dog was experiencing. She was like a brand new dog. I said, well, if it helps her this much, it's, it's got to help me. You know, I've suffered injuries along the way as an athlete. And sure enough, it, it did. It, it really is what transformed and inspired me to get started with the ketogenic diet. Whereas I've worked with um, people who, you know, they've started a ketogenic diet, maybe they've transformed their whole life. And then they say, wait a minute, what am I feeding my dog? You know, there's kibble, this dry food that, you know, processed a certain way. Why am I not giving my dog fresh food? And if you think about it, it's almost like if you were to give a child, you know, maybe cereal, the same brand for the rest of their lives, um, there are a lot of similarities there. You really have to think about, you know, could you could you imagine eating out of a packaged container the same food every single day? I mean, it's it's really not how our dogs uh, sort of evolved and um, really should live. So so in that, you know, you see people really just change their own lives. And then they say, oh, this is crazy. I should be feeding my dog the same way because it's almost more species appropriate for a canine um, to eat that way, uh, if you think about it. So it, it's been both sides of the spectrum. And we have some pretty incredible transformation photos on both fronts, both in, you know, humans and canines and in, you know, canines and, and humans combined when they go on the journey together, which is pretty, a pretty cool thing to watch. Well, now that I think about that, that might be, you know, I don't, I don't run a, uh, a keto clinic. I wish I did actually, but it, I think that'd be cool if you do it with your pet. It, it would probably help compliance, I bet. And it would help everyone in the household. And the reason I totally. said that, I, you know, I said this <laughs> to a bunch of people, um, you know, one thing I noticed from improving my eating is that the better I feel, the better I am to, you know, my kids and my wife and the better relationships I have because I'm not feeling like, ugh, and I'm not, you know, lashing out at people. So right. I think that, I think that's what people don't talk enough about is that if you feel better by eating better, you'll, again, have better relationships and be a better person, you know. It's so I think totally that, that and the combination of doing it with your pet would be a huge help to people. I agree 100%. It's really, it is really helpful. I mean, um, you know, if you have your significant other who tries the diet with you, obviously, you're going to be way more successful than if, you know, you're eating your ketogenic food and, and the hubby or your wife is eating a big piece of cake after dinner, you know, it's, it's going to make it a lot more challenging. And two, you know, dogs are our best friends, right? So if you can kind of go through that and see the changes in your dog, uh, think about it. What think about what it might do for you. So I, I 100% agree on the accountability front um, and the inspiration front. It can be pretty fun to go through that with somebody else who means a lot, or or another furry friend who means a lot. Um, you know, along the way. Okay. Oh, there you are. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's talk about the um, the Metabolic Health Summit. It's a conference. Is that you said you co-founded? So let's tell listeners because um, I definitely want to attend, and um, I hope their listeners will too. So I wanted to hear more about it from you. Yeah, so it was uh, founded, gosh, back in 2015. So really the goal was to create a scientific conference where we could bring all of the top researchers, clinicians, dietitians together uh, that were conducting this research on metabolic therapy um, in one place where not only would they not feel like they were in a silo working on this, but it could really foster collaborations. So the first couple of years were really sort of a heavy emphasis on uh, obviously science and medicine. And that's sort of how it was founded was to revolutionize um, the way we look at food um, and to really bridge the educational gap between the science and the real world. 
And that's especially true in this upcoming year, January 31st through February 3rd is when we're holding it. It's actually going to be out here in Long Beach, California, in Los Angeles. And uh, the goal this year is to really, like I mentioned, bridge the education gap because there's all this incredible work that's being done by you know, top scientists, top physicians uh, that really needs to, one, be presented and, and discussed. And, you know, we need to open people's eyes to what's actually happen- happening around the world when it comes to the ketogenic diet and metabolic therapies. But what does that mean, you know, in the everyday person's kitchen? So in addition to bringing in the world's most respected scientists and uh, doctors and dietitians to cover their work on the topic and really talk about Uh, what they've been doing sort of in the trenches in the lab uh, to further metabolic therapies forward. We're also bringing out some top influencers to really showcase their personal stories, whether, you know, they've used the ketogenic diet uh, for autoimmune issues or maybe, you know, type 1 diabetes. They're actually going to talk about their personal experience, and then some of them will also be hosting cooking demonstration. So it's it's four days of really a, a ketogenic experience where you get the science side of things. You get this, you know, scientific poster session that, that showcases work from around the world um, to, you know, intensive, uh, intensive presentations where you really get to learn down to the, you know, detailed science and heart and soul of what's happening um, to further metabolic therapies to, you know, nightly keto-friendly receptions with appetizers and and wine that's low-carb. And really, uh, you know, it provides you with an experience for the weekend. We also have a a VIP mixer with all of our speakers that we're selling tickets to where you actually get to engage and meet with people and hopefully foster collaborations and partnerships. And it's an incredible place to network to even a gala dinner where we're going to be benefiting two nonprofits in the space um, because one of our biggest passions is really moving this um, conversation forward in a way uh, that's accurate and authentic. And also, you know, we give back to the people who are doing good work. So the Charlie Foundation and Max Love Project, which are two organizations that uh, are so important to the community because of the education they provide. Uh, and, you know, when it comes to children dealing with both epilepsy and cancer, and uh, 50% of ticket sales are going to go back, uh, of California residents are going to go back to those two organizations. And, and we've got some amazing entertainment throughout the weekend as well that we'll be announcing here soon. So it'll be a lot of fun. That's and, really great. Yeah. So you mean I won't, I won't be able to, uh, I won't see people eating danishes and fruits <laughs> and, and energy drinks all throughout the conference? Unfortunately not. <laughs> We really, it was important to us to give people an experience that was down to the food they're eating, you know, on a, a, at a nightly reception to, I mean, you name it. It's, it's really important to, for us to provide that experience to really show how, first of all, delicious the ketogenic diet can be and really how to apply it in the real world. So we're actually showcasing, we have an expo in addition to the four days of presentations where people can, you know, see some of the latest innovative brands because one of the beautiful things about uh, keto becoming more mainstream is that there's a lot of companies that are actually putting together high quality products that make it a little bit easier to follow the diet, whether that's a food product or even, you know, a web application that might make, make it easier to track your ketone and blood glucose levels, um, we're going to be bringing them all together in one place. So we hope you'll make it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. Um, you know, one last question about that. So it's not just for scientists. If, if you're a lay person and you want to get more involved 
in the keto world and the metabolic health world, is it okay for you? Or, you know, who's like the ideal person to attend the conference? Absolutely. So we, um, it's open to the public. So from the person who just wants to learn about the ketogenic diet, maybe they've not started it to maybe even a patient who wants to understand how it might be, uh, you know, used in a metabolic therapy capacity and disease management um, to the physician who wants to maybe implemented in a clinical trial, uh, we're going to have a variety of, in addition to the presentation, special interest forums that will really help people in sort of tying everything in. So we're going to have a physician who's going to speak to how to implement uh, metabolic therapy, specifically the ketogenic diet, and get started with uh, research and to, you know, how to start a, a keto diet plan with your, your dog at home. Um, so it's for everybody. Uh, we do also anticipate uh, being able to offer CMEs. So if you're a physician, uh, continuing medical education uh, is something that will be an opportunity too. So it's really for everybody um, to be able to further this movement is our goal and give back at the same time is also our mission. Yeah, that's great because, you know, I'm sure some people may have reservations and think, oh, they're just going to be putting, you know, formulas for chemistry on the board, but you said it's accessible to the layperson, so that's really good. Yep. If you want to dive deep, you can dive deep. And if you want to just go to a great cooking class, you can do that too. So we've got a little <laughs> something for everybody. Excellent. That's really great. How many uh, people are you expecting in attendance-wise? Yeah. So we're expecting to sell out at um, 850. So we do have more limited space in our VIP mixer, which we're getting close to selling out um, for. And then... Uh, you know, the gala dinner, we've got uh, room for about 400 there. So, um, yeah, it's going to be, there's a lot of different things going on throughout the weekend. Um, so we do anticipate selling out. So if you haven't got tickets, um, head over to metabolichealthsummit.com and get them soon because it's coming up here in January. All right. That's great. And then, all right, so metabolichealthsummit.com uh, for that. And then for your work yep. with the keto pet work and the epigenics, what are some resources for people? Yeah, so um, you can go to epigenicsfoundation.org where you can learn more about, um, you know, what the organization does and a little bit more about uh, just the work we've done in the past and who we're sort of partnered with. Um, then you can also go to Keto Pet Sanctuary. Um, uh, the website there is ketopet.org. Um, and you can take a look at, we've got actually, there's some incredible resources there and scientific articles if you really want to take a deep dive into sort of the inspiration behind uh, behind the organization. You can find it there. Um, Dr. Dominic D'Agostino and Dr. Angela Poff, uh, the two co-hosts of Metabolic Health Summit, um, their work in the lab at the University of South Florida really has served as a huge inspiration for why Keto Pet started to begin with. So we, we list a variety of those scientific articles there. In addition to finding, you know, a calculator, if you want to formulate your own dog's diet to uh, an ebook, it's all there on ketopet.org. All right, that's great. Well, Victoria, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. And uh, you gave a lot of resources and info, so I really appreciate you coming. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me. And hopefully we'll see you at uh, MHS 2019. Definitely, yeah. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, both to review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.